Hello everyone, my name is Phil Friend and I'm delighted to welcome you to this latest edition of Gear, Gadgets and Gizmos, a podcast show for where disabled people discuss the various gadgets and things they use to overcome the challenges that they face as a result of their disabilities. This podcast is in conjunction and collaboration with the Research Institute for Disabled Consumers, uh, RIDC. And today I'm uh, delighted to welcome to the show Andy Healy. And I'm going to let Andy tell you a bit about himself. So hello, Andy. Welcome. Tell us who you are and what you do and all that kind of thing. Hi. Yes. Hi. Good afternoon. Um, it's Andy Healy. I'm uh, an aviation author and a, a travel writer. Um, I'm, uh, gosh, it's getting on a bit now. I'm 65 Oof. and I've been in a wheelchair for 30 plus years, um, after a flying accident. Um, I recovered to walk a little bit, uh, when I was younger, but, uh, I'm depending more and more on the wheelchair these days. Um, Is that age still managed... more than anything else, Andy, you know, as you've got older or? Oh, I think so. Well, I, I, that's my excuse anyway. The, um, I'm, I'm certainly aware that the muscles have uh, deteriorated yes. a bit, and I still, I still try and exercise a bit on a hand bike and I go swimming and stuff like that. Right. But um, I'm definitely not as strong as the bottom half as I used to be. And you mentioned flying, so you're a flying. You write about flying and so on. Um, well, yeah, I was. Uh, uh, gosh, it was. I was trained as a as a helicopter pilot in the navy, and that's how. I, um, sustained my injury in 1985. Not not in the navy as a commercial pilot, mm -hmm. and um, uh, but I've been writing. I've been sort of writing about the industry or, or the, the sector, if you like, ever since. So obviously, Andy. I mean, it sounds like your life has been certainly in in terms of pilot and so on and so forth. Have been a, about technology and tech and things of that sort. So tell me what I mean. The idea, of course, is that you're we want you to share with us what sort of things you use to overcome the difficulties you've got. So what's the first one out of the hat? What's the thing that you'd start with? Well, there's a couple of things that I've been depending on a bit um, during these last couple of years. And I have been uh, doing trips. So I just got back from Italy. And then last summer we went to Canada to see our son. Mm -hmm. And uh, before then, gosh, the Philippines, I think. Um, I, I know one of the things that I've, I've had since for all those trips and I'm really starting to depend on is the, what they call the unstoppable gear bag. Uh, unstoppable which is a, gear bag. Tell us more. Yeah, which is a, it's a rigid base um, gear bag, like, like, a, like, a, like a kit bag, mm -hmm. that rolls on wheels and has a hook device that connects to the, the rear um, uh rail of your wheelchair right so you fill it up you offer it up behind you or get someone to do it for you mm -hmm. and then you click this hook device onto the rail and you can you can then move through airports uh, find you know if i go, go to customs do anything you want to do with this thing rolling along behind you and it works on rough ground as well Right. It's uh, it, it's extremely maneuverable. Um, it takes a lot of kit. It's got a sort of a small backpack that clips to the main bag that you can use for further storage, actually, on your back. And um, you forget you've got it there. It's uh, it's it's really useful. 
and um, and and I, 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 it's not. Sorry, who's the manufacturer? Who makes it? Well, it's, let's have a look. It's the Unstoppable. Um, it's called Unstoppable. Right. And it's designed by a guy called Andrew Slorens. Right. Um, what about once you've got it on and you've loaded all your stuff in the in the bag, <clears throat> what does it do to the balance of the chair? Does it sort of, is it more tippy? I mean, how does that work? I'm, I've not been aware of any difference at all. Um, and I've had it last time I... I used it last week, and it, it, I didn't have much in it, to be fair. But I've certainly done a, a, had a whole sort of two weeks worth of stuff. I've never been aware of any um, change to the you know, CFG center of gravity, e- even going up the odd curb. Right. It seems to be able to cope perfectly well. So um, it's, not, it's not an issue. And when you travel abroad with this thing, how much um, – I mean – does it take, say, a week or two weeks clothing in it? Are that sort of size are we talking about? Well, I've certainly taken it on my back. I think it was, it was about an 18-day trip, mm-hmm. and that, it lasted me for that, although I, I admit I used laundry facilities yeah, a couple sure. of times. Sure. It's probably got, it's certainly got a, a good good week's worth of space. Right. And, of course, and, and it's got that small backpack as well for the, either for the undies or the, or, or the dirty stuff. Yes. And does it, I uh, mean... You're obviously an experienced traveller. Does it? Is it sort of? Uh, can you keep it in the cabin of the aircraft, or does it have to go in the hold? Well, that 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 is the drawback. If it has one drawback, is that it, it's just too long. It's eighty centimeters long, right? And that's just too long. For, well, to be to be honest, it does fit in an overhead locker because we 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 looked at it on the flight coming home last week, mm-hmm. but they won't let it. The dimensions work for the overhead locker, but they won't work the sort of maximum size of bags that they allow in the cabin. Right, okay. So, yeah, you know, so you really have to, to surrender it at check-in yes. and pick it up at the other end. That's um, really useful. And it's clipping on the back of a manual wheelchair, not a powered wheelchair. Yes, yeah. a manual, well, I have a rigid frame one. Um, um, gosh, I mean, I've never used a folding frame, so I don't know what the, the, the device is, mm-hmm. is at the back, but um, it's yes. certainly... But the the, yeah. the the process that you've explained is that this thing has two clips that clip onto that solid rail that's on the back of most rigid wheelchairs. I'm sure. Well, what we'll do is, Andy, what we'll do is certainly leave um, product notes on the website for uh, and on the podcast notes so that people listening can can look it up and see whether it works for them. And if necessary, they can contact them. The, the supplier and have a chat couldn't they so that sounds really yeah. good because one of the big challenges certainly in a manual wheelchair is is lugging your stuff around um and particularly if you're a you know an independent traveler if you're on your own you haven't yeah. got someone and i'll tell you something else that, that i'll tell you something else that it looks good too oh, right. I mean, <laughs> you know, it looks quite cool it's yeah. black and, yeah. and gray with some red with a red phoenix stitched onto the side right i mean it's you know it's it, I'm I'm glad to have carried around behind me, to be honest. Yes, you you you, know, you put your bush hat on and so on and so forth. You look like an experienced traveller. There is something. I mean, I do agree with you that why do we always have to have stuff that's designed so badly and looks so blooming awful? But uh, yeah. it sounds like a very. I must look this up. Okay, that's great. That's got us off to, if you'll pardon the pun, a flying start. What about number two on your list? What other thing do you find really useful? Well, the second thing that I find that I think on every trip I go on is a freewheel. And I know there are a lot of those around these days, but it's still, I mean, I wrote 
but it actually was the first piece of kit I've had that has changed my life. Right. Um, in terms of, you know, increasing mobility. Um, um, you may be aware of it yourself. It, uh, it, it, it clips onto the front footrest of a manual chair. Yeah. And you swivel, swivel the wheel around and it lifts the front casters off the floor. Right. And allows you to, to, to travel over rough ground, up and down curbs. Right. Um, with, with, with ease. And I wouldn't be without it. And you, how easy is it to fit to the front? Well, that took me a while. Um, it has a fitting, it, it says it comes with fittings for all types of wheelchair. It, it, it rather depends on the size and shape of your footrest. Right. And, and, and you can, um, it, I, it, you, you can buy, the, it does fit everyone, but I had to cut it to fit mine. And I had to cut a fairly substantial piece of, I think, with some sort of resin to make it fit. Right. Which was, which really took me a long time. But I mean, I, I used a hacksaw. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not a, you know, most people have that sort of thing yep. hanging around. And um, after about half an hour, it was there, and I could fit it, and it hasn't given me any trouble since. Right. Um, it, it 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 needs keeping uh, tight. You need to keep. Um, Tightening up the odd Allen key, mm-hmm. you need to um, re refit it every now and again because it has a, a sort of detent that allows it to foot to, to go straight in any given direction. And, and to turn, you have to give the slight push to get it out of the detent, yes. so that it's, you can be confident if you're going downhill, it's going to carry on with going downhill as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that that's really useful. And, um, and this uh, this device. Um, where did you get that from? Well, that's a U.S. Um, built piece of kit, mm-hmm. and I think most of the wheelchair suppliers in the U.K. sell it. Okay, and it's called a uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, if I remember rightly, it's about three hundred and fifty pounds. Again, okay. not cheap, but no. uh, um, it really is worth worth getting in my view. I suppose the same question applies to the the bag you were talking about. If it's lifting the front of the chair up slightly to clear the front caster, so you're absolutely, I'm a wheelchair user myself, and you're absolutely yep. right about we all tend to have these small casters and they hit stones or cobbles, they're a nightmare. This thing's designed to lift those off. How does, how does that affect the balance? Well, good point. I mean, um, you lift the front casters about, I don't know, about a centimetre off the ground. Ah, oh, so not um, very high. No, no. Um, and it does, make, it, it does make a slight bit of difference to the um, balance because you're, you've got a, you've got, you're a bit higher off, you're a bit closer to the tipping point, if you, yes, say, if you yes. like. But then, of course, you've got the wheel, which is quite a substantial bit of metalwork, Sticking out the front, mm. so that more or less cancels it out. Yes. So, so I've never. There is a, a gradient above which it becomes difficult to get a manual chair, but that's that's the same with any manual chair. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, it, so there is a point, but but generally, it's uh, it, it doesn't have, doesn't cause any problems with balance. And what about? I mean, something like going out for a meal, a restaurant, or something. You've parked your car. You've wheeled with your freewheel on over nasty cobbly stuff you get to the restaurant do you leave it on in that situation or do you unclip it and nip in another good point and, and we found we, we used it last week in, in italy a, a great deal and and to be 
Frank, there is quite a lot of uncoupling and, yes. and recoupling, but it only takes a few seconds to uncouple. It's basically a, a lever, the metal between your feet, yep. that you pull up and the thing just falls off. Right. And so you can take it off and then leave it by your chair or, or, or hand it in to the colour group attendant. Yes. Um, <laughs> and the only thing to do is try not to forget it. Yeah, yes, there is that, of course. And, and certainly, I've got down the certainly I've got down the street a couple of times. And I had to get back for it. <laughs> now, this is what um, an experienced traveller uses. So we've got the bag and we've got the free wheel. Is there anything else that you use that means you can carry out the lifestyle that you currently do? There was something that I haven't I've seen and and, and tried, but I, and I wish it was useful and I think it may be one day but at the moment it's it's uh, it's got limitations and that's a, a sort of a folding rigid framed chair that fits in an overhead locker of a plane um, and I, I, I thought when I first heard this I thought it would be a, a game changer because we've all had problems with our chairs gone missing yes in uh, you know between destination between takeoff and landing and uh, there have been enough um, complaints from Frank Gardner to uh, <laughs> to keep that in the, in, the, in this public domain, so to speak. So when I heard about this, I thought this was this would be brilliant. So I popped around to my local friendly um, wheelchair dealer and tried it on, and, and it, it looked really slick. The one I looked at was I think it was called Tiga T I G A right. FX. There were a couple of them on the market. Yeah. And I thought about. I looked at it, and it was really nice, nicely put together. It it it, it unclips, or rather, it releases at the just above the footplate. Mm-hmm. So you take the wheels off as usual. Yeah. And then you 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 unclip the 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 front arms, if you like, and that gives you a lot more a lot that gives a lot of the sort of downward real estate of a wheelchair, and that makes it small enough without the wheels, obviously, to fit into an overhead locker. Mm. And I thought, well, that, 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 that's, that's the answer to all my prayers. But the, 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 the problem I found is, A, it's quite heavy. Yep. And as, as I enter my dotage, you know, weight is everything. Mm. So it's heavier than a regular chair. It's even heavier than a, than a folding chair. Right. And the other problem I found is, of course, you get to the front door in your wheelchair and then you're used to either succumbing to the aisle wheelchair or, or in my case hobbling on board mm. to your seat mm-hmm. and then you've got a you've got a rigid framed wheelchair behind you at the front door and nobody knows what to do with it <laughs> because you, you can't sort of take it to your chair and show them how to do it so 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 through time and motion Yes. Sort of, from that point of view, it's, it's not very helpful. But I wish it was. And of course, you know, flight crews or cabin crews are now used to seeing wheelchairs being left at the front door mm. and then being reunited at the other end. And this just flummoxes them to start yes. with. So, yeah. so I think that it's an it's a, it's a idea about 10, 10 years too soon, really. Um, but I look forward to using one. If they can lose a bit of weight. Then, yes. uh, and we can re-educate some flight attendants. Some things are worth, you know, worth hobbies get. As as someone with a lot of experience of these things, what where do you think the weights come from? Because you know, your what chair are you using? What manual chair do you use currently? 
Um, my, my current chair is, is a, a, a Polish design uh, called the GTM right. uh, Mustang. They call it that. They call it Mustang. I love, I love I'm the name. I'm a big cowboy fan. Yes, yes, quickies. Um, yeah. So we're still looking, are we, for a lightweight, foldable, stowage on aircraft type manual chair, which is not only does all of those things, but is comfortable and practical and those things. Um, yes, yes. But I, I think that, you know, we've spent so long trying to get um, uh, like uh, uh, cabin crews used to, 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 to looking after our personal chairs. Um, we, we, I, I don't know whether by the time the, the weight comes off this, I don't know whether there'll still be a market for it because everybody will be so used to doing it. But I mean, and it, it doesn't even mean you have, you, you can dispense with the eye wheelchair. Yes. Which to me is the ultimate indignity. Yes, yes absolutely. Um, if, only, if, if only it could get, you know, dispense with that, but it doesn't. Yeah. Well, that's uh, that's fascinating. Thank you very much. Well, Andy, this has been really useful. What I'll do is I'll make sure that the the various products and uh, things you've talked about are posted onto our show notes so people can have a look at the things you've been talking about. But you've also got a travel blog, haven't you? You're a travel blog writer. What's the name? Can you give us the address of your travel blog in case anyone wants to take yeah, it? Yeah, well, that's actually kind of you. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's another uh, cowboy thing, I'm afraid. It's called uh, <laughs> johnnysombrerorides.com. Right. And there's, there's, a sort of un, there's an unspoken yee-haw. And a yee-haw at the end. Right, okay. Well, on that happy note, um, <laughs> I'll um, I'll let you go about your business. But thank you very much, Andy. That's been terribly helpful. And I'll make sure that the, our listeners know all about the things that you've been using. So thank you once again for your time. All right, it's been a pleasure. Thank you, Andy. Take care. Thanks for listening, everyone. And I hope you enjoyed the show. If you're a disabled person and want to appear on the podcast to share your thoughts and ideas about the gear, gadgets and gizmos that you use, then send me an email at brinkburn at gmail.com. And also please visit the Rate It website at www.rateit.ridc.org.uk and leave a review about the products that you use. Thanks once again and I look forward to you joining me again for the next edition of Gear, Gadgets and Gizmo.